Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. When we listen to the radio, we never agree on the station. Classic rock. Hip hop. Pop. Guys, quiet. The one thing we do agree on, we all want an awesome free phone. That's why we switched to MetroPCS. Stop by MetroPCS with the whole family and get four free phones of your choice from brands you love, like Samsung, Motorola, and LG when you switch. MetroPCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Free phone requires port. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. Listening to NBC Sports Radio. Sports Radio. Weekends. This is the Two Robbies Football Show. Your number one source for Premier League football on NBC Sports Radio. Now, your hosts, Robbie Musto and Robbie Earl. Robbie Earl. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies Football Show here on NBC Sports Radio and through the NBC Sports Radio app. I'm Robbie Musto with my mate here as ever, Robbie Earl. And Rob, let's start with this. Manchester City are playing some of the best technical football the Premier League has ever seen. Mm, Robbie Musto, mid-50s at your age. I think there's a bit of (laughs) short-term memory going on. Let me just say Arsenal... Arsenal and Arsene Wenger's Arsenal have played some beautiful stuff over the years, whether it be at the Highbury or the Emirates. Sir Alex Ferguson has had some wonderful moments as manager of Manchester United. We've seen some smashing football. Yes, I use the phrase today... As dominant as what we're seeing right now? Well, I saw the use the phrase today, fantasy football at times, Robert, and it has been, but... Let me first say, last season, five wins in the first five games, no goals conceded, finished fourth. 15 points behind the leaders. They say the beauty is only skin deep. It's on the surface. (laughs) When we see change of weather, change of pitches, different teams, maybe better standard of teams, I'll give you the answer. But quite, yes, I like the football, Rob, but I'm not getting overboard just yet. I put it out there on Twitter, Rob, about this question just to get a little sense of of whether it was over the top or whether it was fairly accurate. And and we got a lot of good Mm. replies. I'm just going to read a couple here. Uh, Eric Furness um, says, there's a Man City and then there's everyone else and none of them are close. And on the other side of it Mm. from Josie Blow replies to say, LOL. It was Bournemouth. Too soon for that line. At least you're not as excited about Josie, though, so that's nice. So, two yeah, responses. I've had a couple of tweets as well, Rob, that they came in that, that I particularly liked. One from PM, who said, it's more technical football than Wenger's Arsenal, exhibited for years. It's furnace hot with a will to win on top. I like that, because it's about the will to win. Mm. Ronnie Carrier, LFC, balances things out a little bit when he says City haven't been pressed and harried as they will be by teams like Liverpool but clearly this is a step up for the league and that's where I just want to go with this Rob because I think everybody's talking about how good the football's been how impressive Guardiola and the group have been eight wins out of eight now all competitions but when you play an athletic team like, like Liverpool if Spurs get back to the Spurs that we saw of last season if Arsenal play their athletic quick 
harassing game. Does that challenge Manchester City dominance? Does that change the possession? And so, I haven't yet seen uh, John Stones. I know he didn't play today, but I haven't yet seen John Stones have to defend, colour off, have to really defend in games. That's, those are the questions, Rob, that I just wonder if things will change. Listen, they're all good points, and I think we will see over the course of the season, as you know... I tip Manchester United to win the title, mm. and I still feel over a marathon season that's that's so difficult in periods with all the games and the different conditions you're going to get in the Premier League, different challenges, it will be really hard for City to continue the, the dominance. Mm. But let me say this on the positive side for them. Yeah. I always think with this game, Rob, there's three ways to score goals. Probably the hardest way is to build up yeah, slowly, really. play your way through the lines, mm. and to create and score when teams are set in their place. That's really difficult. Yeah. City have done that. Number mm. two, set pieces. Today, City have done it. Number three, counter-attacking, forcing turnovers, transitions. Counter-attacking today from mm. Man City was stunning. So in all those three categories yeah. of the ways to score goals, City have been dominant. They've played fantasy football. They've been unable to have been stopped by different managers. My Looking at that game today, mm. and it's, I thought it was interesting what Pep said afterwards, he kind of hinted that... It was difficult initially yeah. because Bournemouth playing very, very deep. We've yeah. talked about how you stop them. Mm. I think when you look back at Beps, uh, Barcelona, yeah. a deep four, mm. a, a deep five with yeah. one dropping mm. deep. I know it's negative. Mm. I know it's very close to parking the bus. I think that's the way that you could potentially stop them. Well, I, I think it's parking the bus with intelligence, Rob. So it, it's closing the, the distance. And, and Bournemouth did do that uh, for, for long periods in the, in the first spell of the game. So the distance between the defence and the midfield was so tight. There was no space to work in. But once you get the ball up, you've yes. got to have good counter-attack yes, players. Bournemouth didn't have them good enough. Now, Liverpool will. Yes. Spurs could have. Arsenal at their very best do. That's where teams might challenge them with that low press, no gaps in, in between, mm. and then can you hit them on counter-attack? But let's just talk, let's just take a moment to, to as you say, recognise what City are doing. What about the, th the three young players? Kevin De Bruyne, Raheem Sterling, and Kalichi Iheanacho. There's no Aguero at the moment, and people thought, ooh, the big striker's out, you know, the goals, he gets a hat-trick in, in the Champions League. This team don't miss a beat when he's out of the team, Rob. The movement, the intelligence of these players, the improvement in Raheem Sterling has been stunning. And there are three young players you talked about there. I totally agree. How about the guys that came off the bench? Mm -hmm. Garcia. Yeah, yeah. I mean, John Stones, we know, of course, yeah. is, is a young player. Sané. Leroy Sané. Sané, yeah. So, it, from, a, from a team that we said was ageing mm. last season, mm. all of a sudden, with, with uh, better man management potentially to get the best out of the likes of Sterling and other good signings, it, it's looking so, so good. Kevin De Bruyne, Rob, we... We, we gotta we gotta give yeah. him a little mention, by the way. Yeah. I mean, it, it's somebody that doesn't really look like no. a power kind of. Uh, it, it, it doesn't look the like the modern, modern day footballer, footballer. does he? He doesn't look. But, uh, but Pogba, how, how, Pogba looks how much of an artist is and, and, and you know the thing that, 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 that sticks out for me with De Bruyne is he, he, he's decent pace. He's, he's a wonderful passer. He's a great technician. He's intelligent, Rob. It, it's. When you have options on the ball, as Manchester City do, you probably have four or five places you can pass. He picks the right place with the right weight, with the right pass, more often than most players I've ever seen. And, and, and Pep Guardiola, over, after the United game, said, we can get better. We got a kill off teams. In that game, they were so dominant. It yeah. should have been two, three, four, uh, you know, extra goals. Mm -hmm. That was better today. Yeah. I mean, that was better. The final ball in, the combinations, the decision-making was spot on. If they're going to be that clinical, mm. particularly in counter-attacking situations, 
it is going to be really hard. Do you press them? Do you sit back? They got an answer pretty much for everything. Just the, the slight or disappointment that, that came, and I know it was like Nolito with the headbutt. Does mm. any worried? Is there in that? Could you get? Could you get too arrogant, Rob? Could you get too like confident that you're the star? Could could that slip slip in somewhere? I think potentially. I think... Um, Could it become it, too easy and that becomes a problem? Well, well I know where we're going to go now mm. because we, we looked at it today. We got a shot of Pep Guardiola coming out at half-time with the team and he was intense. Who was he talking to, Rob? He was, he was going on he to somebody. He was to Ian Acho about he's holding a, the ball he, up. He, he he's so to, animated, yeah. Rob. He's teaching every single second he can. Mm. He must be caught doing it on the training ground. We see it in games where he's, where he's, where he's, where he's, he's pointing, gesturing, just, pointering. Yeah. There we saw him at half-time. We saw him before the game... Uh, in the face of somebody, we see John Stones mm. come to the sideline. Mm. I love the way that this guy is constantly teaching to improve this team. Let me ask you a big question because I just want to quickly turn to, to Bournemouth. Jack Wiltshire made his first start for Bournemouth. If Jack Wiltshire was under the tutelage of Pep Guardiola, would we have seen a different player? Would he? Could he be the De Bruyne? Could he be what Sterling's in? Could he be Inacho? Has he not been brought up the right way? So you're, you're, you're basically intimating there that... Maybe the environment that's around him has affected Jack. Yeah, I, I know where you're going with that. I, I still think his body finds it difficult to be a professional footballer. If you look at the way that he moves his, his feet and he, the way he plays with his but lunging Bruyne, But De Bruyne is a bit... Yeah, but I wouldn't his, say... his body is, is really... It seems like he's rarely injured. I mean, mm. I mean, it, it could be unfair on, on Wilshire. We know there's been contact injuries that's led to this problem. Yeah. But I think it's a bit... I, I think he's got more physical limitations to be that player that he could have been. Um, I've got to say I was a little surprised. I know we disagreed on this. Yeah, I, thought he'd... I, I think he needs to be very carefully nurtured into the oh, team. How, how long that... are we going to nurture well, Jack Wilshire? Until he's 32? I mean, he came off, by the way. He looked mm. like he's hobbling to me. I mean, I get he needs a time. I get mm. that, but there's a, there's a cup game at home on Tuesday. They've got a... I think it's Everton at home they've got next. They've got another home game after that. Uh, you know, I... I Listen, I think he's okay, yeah. but 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 you've got to be so careful with him. You know, just, just my final thought on this, and I was thinking about about the two managers. You know what I was just hoping that Eddie Howe isn't too proud that he that he goes in and, and tries to pick the brains of Pep Guardiola after the game. Mm. He's a young English manager. Yeah. This this guy's the master. Yeah, go and go and understand his philosophy, what he's training, how he works with players. It's a great learning opportunity for someone like Eddie Howe. And I think that Pep Guardiola would absolutely relish a conversation with a young, bright English manager that wants to get on the game, get on in the game. And after the game, Pep was very complimentary about mm. Bournemouth, almost saying they've been the best team. I mean, I'm not sure I'm having this, but yeah. he said they've been the best team we've played against this season. Maybe a little slap for Jose Marino and Manchester United that Bournemouth are better than you. Mm. Quite possibly. But but there's no doubt that Pep's got City purring, sitting proudly top of the table, 15 points from the first five games. Next, we'll talk about two teams on Merseyside, Liverpool or Everton. They're looking in good shape, and is it a case of special K, Klopp and Koeman? We'll talk those two after the break. Covers sports like NBC Sports Radio. Nobody. Welcome back to the Two Robbies Football Show. Now, Manchester Robbie has been getting all the headlines so far this season, but what about those teams from Liverpool? Let's remind everyone of that special moment on Friday night. 
think you take in throwing. Lallana can bring it under control. Henderson's going to have a go. It's not a bad effort. It's a sensational strike by Jordan Henderson. He lights up Friday night with a cracker at Stamford Bridge. Well, Jurgen Klopp likes Stamford Bridge, doesn't he, Bobby? He got his first Premier League win as Liverpool manager at Stamford Bridge and another impressive performance by his team. And I was really interested in the broadcast on the night, you know, Liverpool winning 2-1 in, in the end. But you talked about the defence of Liverpool. That was your worry. Mm. And I just thought, you know what, the more I reflected, how good the Liverpool midfield players were that we never really had to talk about defence. And, and I talk about it in two ways, Rob. Without the football, they had good shape, they had good discipline. They pressed the ball at the right time and it set a trigger. And then when they had the ball, they were a threat. They ran all over Chelsea. They made Chelsea change his shape. And Golo Kante, who is the world record holder at running and, and making <laughs> tackles, didn't know who to tackle. He had too many bodies to deal mm. with and needed Matic back in there to help him. I thought it was outstanding play by Liverpool, outstanding tactics again by Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, I, I think that that's obviously something they've worked on and not being in European competition is going to make that easier to do. James Milner at left back, not going to set the world on fire, but he's not make he's not making the the the, the regular mistakes mm. of Alberto Marino. And and also another player that uh, actually a friend of mine tweeted us, uh, Brad Feldman of, of New England Revolution fame, tweeted us to say Joel Matip, the real deal or too early to tell. Well. It, yeah, it may be a little bit too early mm. to go too big, but he looks to me to be a, 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 a fantastic acquisition. Mm. Free transfer, yeah. mid-20s, good age, Champions League experience with Schalke. Mm. He looks like a, 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 a silky smooth footballer and a good defender. I think the real deal. Not going to disagree. What I would say, Rob, is has he got the right partner? Have Liverpool got the right partner for him? Or do they need to go and find... A top-class, experienced centre-back who helps his kid become a better player than than than, than we've seen so, so have far. So, if you, I think Klopp is, he trusts his squad. So you're that you're saying that you don't trust enough. I don't, Lovren, I don't, no. Clavan, Sacco. Clavan, I'm not sure about because I haven't seen enough yet. Sacco and Lovren, no. Mm. I think they have a hard enough time looking after themselves than a young kid who's come into the league, who's, who's looked like he's an impressive player. I just think if you go and get him the right partner, Rob, you've got a good little centre-back partnership that gives you the, uh, something to, to build on. We talked about it, I think, after the broadcast. Go and get a good centre-back. Go and sue out the left-back as well as James Milner's going. You know what? Even with your dodgy goalkeeper, you've got a chance. <laughs> you've got a chance. What do you mean they've got a chance? What have they got a chance of? They've got a chance. What they, should they be got going a chance for? Now, we all know they could... We, they've got a chance of being part, part of the title argument, Robbie mm, Musdo. Mm. I look at Chelsea. They ran all over Chelsea. They had too much intensity and energy. I look at Manchester United. I still think Manchester United is going to have some bad days. We'll talk United a little later in the show. Mm. I think that, that, that Liverpool could become part of the argument. Just just a, a little add to your midfield and why I'm, I'm kind of edging with you a little bit. Georgino Wijnaldum mm. hasn't been spectacular. Mm. We know that Lalana has been really, really good. Yeah. We know that he runs a really, really long way. Well, so does Wijnaldum, Rob. Yeah. So does he. Now, he's neat on the ball, like Lalana is, but he works back. So you talked about a, a defensive shield. Mm. Not only Henderson, but those two players work back. Potential issue. Coutinho started on the left-hand side. Yeah. Firmino had a little knock. Mm. Talk to me about the front three. How do they do it when everybody's fit and wants to play? And it's not easy to, to, to come up with a conclusion. No, and, and there's competition for places. It might be horses for courses. Daniel Sturridge starts in the nine. 
as, as I, I think yeah. he's the best always. striker. In, always. Or, you start in the nine to a point where there may be some games I think, I don't want that. I like Firmino coming deep, and I like the rotation from Coutinho one side, Lallana no, 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 no. the last. Come on, come on. You do not want to lose your midfield shape and your midfield right. defensive quality. So you, you have to go three. So you've got you, the same guys in midfield, one out of them, Henderson, yeah. Lallana, yeah. in. Or Sturridge, Chong, Sturridge, or Chong you said. comes in and, okay, and balances yeah, right. that. But yeah. Sturridge's in a draw. Sturridge starts as my nine. Mane has to start right side. Mane starts so right who side. Left? Who left? I go Coutinho left. And, and 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 my 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 change Rob, been is, so good. Yeah, my change is if need be. These days I played Firmino and 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 Sturridge might come out if we're not getting the best of Daniel Sturridge. Wow, tough decisions. Yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea Football Club, so disappointing. Mm. Very passive, lacked energy of the yeah, manager. Yeah. I mean, Diego Costa didn't look angry. I mean, I, I, I can't believe how disappointing they were. He, he kept saying, didn't he, after, after the, the match, Antonio Conte, he kept saying defensive uh, experience, defensive details. He talked about needing to look at those defensive situations. That's something I think the first goal with Gary Cahill was poor defending. And, and, and that's something that I think he's going to work on with his group of players. But slightly disappointing, Rob, it was a big game for Chelsea and he didn't look up for it. Substitutions. Yeah. Three subs came on in the 83rd, nearly, well, the 84th minute of the game. Batshuayi, a player that's done really well, it didn't get on the game. A strange one. He said that he preferred to play Hazard as a striker and not mm. bring on uh, Batshuayi. Uh, that was weird to me. I think this is a work in progress, and he's got a lot of work to get them to be... I, a lot of people talk about him for, for the title this year. Yeah, I, I never not saw me. it, but no. yeah, disappointing. Let's move on to the other tub, the blue half of Merseyside. Everton, 3-1 win against Middlesbrough. A goal down. It was, a, I think, looked a fouled own goal for Stecklenburg. Everton had a great reaction. Came back three goals in the first half. First off, was enough to to win the match. Things looking good there, Rob. Second in the table now, Ever Everton. I mean. Do we have to reassess our, our thoughts on, on them and their football club? Well, I think we always have to be reassessing. I think that the big uh, summary for me is the whole spirit of the club is different. Mm. The, the, the team has been built differently. Just a Ghana, i got to say, yeah. i got to say, yeah. I, I didn't... The new Angola I, I wasn't that kind of super yeah. excited when I, I, I got that signing, but he's been brilliant uh, in their midfield. Yeah, he's no doubt about that. Lukaku looks good in. Loved the man management with, with Ross Barkley. Came off at half-time against mm. Sunderland. Manager says, OK, in you go, Ross. Show me that you're a good player. He did. Played in a different position and looked better. Just want to go to a tweet that you put out, Robin. You mm. asked, of the two teams on Merseyside, Liverpool or Everton, who's had the most impressive start and why? Got some great tweets. And I'm just going to read two here. Matt Van Swarthoff said, both teams drew 1-1 with Spurs, where the Liverpool beat Chelsea, Arsenal, Leicester. Got to give it to Klopp. And Gregor Smith said, Everton. They looked hopeless and bedraggled under Martinez for the last four months of last season. A proper 180-degree turnaround. Mm. Greg Woolley tweets us to say, Liverpool Football Club, quality of opposition has been better, and to take six points from the Emirates and the bridge is massive. And Will Carl says, Everton. And here is why. The team did not wilt in the face of Borough adversity. This is new to us. Could bode well. So we've got, you know, mm. support from both sides of that argument in Merseyside. I've got to tell you, the Merseyside derby this season is going to be yes. some event. And it, two teams who look like they're energetic, like well-organised, pride in, in both the red and the blue. Those are going to be two to, to really look forward to.
Yeah, I, I just think it's a well-balanced team. A well-balanced team. The back four, the full-backs that we know are very, very good. Ashley Williams, as solid as we knew he would be with Phil Jagielka. Gareth Lassie. Barry, 600th yeah. game today. Had a brilliant man of match performance. Lassie's doing his little bit Lassie's on that been good. Morales has lost... Was he lost? A, lost 13, 13 pounds. 13 pounds. And he looks sharp and fit. Lukaku scoring goals. Hey, good times on, on, on the Yeah, and, and you know what I always said? It's a club that deserves some good times. Yeah. It's been a long time since was it yeah, Joe Will won the FA Cup with that team, so it, it, it was good to see. But there were plenty of goals in the Premier League today. Arsenal got four. Even West Bromwich Albion got four. <laughs> Leicester smashed in three. They've kick-start their season. When we get back, we'll discuss who might be running into form and who's treading water, West Ham. You're listening to Two Robbies Football Show on NBC Sports Radio. Welcome back to Two Robbies Football Show here on NBC Sports Radio and through, of course, the NBC Sports Radio app. OK, Robbie, let's react to the other games played today. Mm -hmm. Let's start with the champions. Jamie Vardy has a new partner. His name is Slimani, Islam Slimani, a record signing, scored two goals in this game. The champions, Leicester City, back on track. Vardy, Slimani having a party. It's all coming together for Leicester. And um, I think it was important that Slimani played in, in the Champions League in, in the good win against Bruges midweek. I think has almost kick-started the, the season for Leicester City. And, yeah, I think it is a good thing. I like his goals, Robert, you know, in a centre-forward position, heading goals in from crosses. Maybe that's part of, of, of the, the a dimension that Leicester didn't have last season. I think Vardy needs some help, just like a Harry Kane needs some help and, and players like that. And, yeah, I thought it was an important win for Leicester and they've got a big week coming up Bob. they've got the League Cup they play Chelsea at home next weekend they go away to Manchester United so we'll, we'll get a sense after those two games are Leicester back to the old Leicester who run all over teams and give them problems just another note on that centre forward situation Shinji Okazaki on the bench today was mm. brilliant last year mm. also on the bench Ahmed Musa, another striker and Leo Ujoa so mm. there's a lot of strikers at this yeah. football club I just wonder if Slomani is going to be the guy to play alongside Jamie Vardy take the pressure off another player that we have to mention is mm. back in, in great form is Riyad yeah. Mahrez yeah. stunning last year, uh, player of the year um, I think Leicester need him to be at his very best for them to get the results they want Yeah, I don't know if you saw the, his first goal against Bruges, a bending free kick, yeah. was, was, was a bit like Mahrez of last season, wasn't it? And yeah, I just think sometimes maybe, you know the celebrations and, and the euphoria of winning the, the title takes a little time I just think now they're, they're off and running they're, they're back to the, the real Leicester and looking forward to this next week and, and seeing where, where they end up. Yeah, I think for Burnley's point of view, I mean, not a great mm. result for them. Yeah. I looked at the team sheet. They've got the new players in midfield, the, the expensive signings, mm. Jeff Hendrick, of course, and Stephen DeFore. Dean Marnie is another midfield player, so he didn't go with a 4-4-2, still didn't get the right result. I kind of like there's change there. There's trying yeah. to be progression. There's money spent at Burnley. Yeah. And this, of course, is never going to be an easy game. Mm. Just quickly, your thoughts on Burnley, Rob. I think we both have them going down, though I think that... They're going to give it a really good go this season. Yeah, I think I might just have them staying up, Rob. I think I just think, yeah, this time around, know-how, enough good bodies, enough good eggs, who might just, just eke, eke some results out. So I've, I've got them to stay up. Mm. Listen, Arsenal got the job done at Hull today. 4-1 win, good win on, on the road for, for, for the Gunners. And, you know, now sitting third point place mm. with, with 10 points. But I know, Rob, you had a, a slight concern with, with, with maybe... Granite Shaka not starting and, and, and Arsenal. It's quite interesting. You talked about Slimani and people, and I, and, and, and I just don't know. Is Arsene Wenger buying players who go into his first 11 to make them better 
or does he, is he buying squad players to add to the group of squad players they've got? Listen, when he spends a lot of money like he has on Granite Xhaka, $45 million, mm. I mean, I, I, I respect a manager that, that, that gives the players a chance to, to continue in the team. I look at the bench, Lu Lucas Perez, $22.5 million on the bench. Rob Holding on the bench. These are all new, recent signings. Granite Xhaka on the bench. I mean, uh, Mohamed Elneny. So yeah. it's okay to bring... It's great to spend the money, mm. but... Uh, you gotta, you got to trust them at some point and put them in the team. Granit Xhaka, to me, looks like a, a, an yeah. excellent player for Arsenal. We'll make them stronger. But I guess it's who you drop. Francis Coquelin, I, mm. I would I would drop for, for Granit Xhaka because Santi Cazola is a brilliant player. But he doesn't tweak the system. He doesn't play th a three in midfield. He always likes Meza Ozil in the number 10 role, and he's going to continue with that. But, hey, great result. Yeah. Back to kind of good attacking football. Goals are flowing. Of course, they're going to be in and around the top all league. Yeah, and Champions League as well, Bob, draw at PSG, let's just give that a little mention. I mean, I think in the end, that's not a bad draw. It's probably the, the second best team in the group. You're away from home. I thought they got a lot of criticism for that. Yes, they started badly. Yes, Cavani could have scored. But the bottom line is, you go away to Paris Saint-Germain, you know, get a point. I know, it's easy to say the bottom line is they got a point. And I get that, but my goodness... Edison Cavani could have had four goals. Could. Uh, yeah, but, and I'm talking half chances, mm. like one-on-ones. Mm. He's through on goal. Um, so I think we have to be mindful of good point in Paris, etc., etc. But they've got to get better uh, yeah. to make sure they have a run in that competition. Yeah, certainly got to get better. But things going not too bad for Arsenal after not a great start season. Let's move it, Tom. West Bromwich Albion... Four. Let me say that again. West Bromwich Albion for the first time since Tony Pulis has taken over West Brom. They scored four goals. West Ham two. That's eight unanswered goals for West Ham. If you count the four that they conceded against Watford when they were 2-0 up, the four they conceded here to go 4-0 down before they get two back. I mean, let, let, let's give... Let's, yeah, let's talk let's, West Brom first. Let, yeah. Let's talk West Brom. Eeks things out, doesn't he, Tony Pulis? I mean, there's a lot of talk about unrest. There's a lot of talk, but Nasser Chadley scored two, assisted in two. They've got the goal, Solomon Rondon scoring goals. There's a certain player, though, who's not on the football pitch for them, Rob, who is surprising me, Saido Berahino. Discuss. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I'll discuss. Tony Pulis, after the game, said, um, I'm paraphrasing, of course, a little bit, Oh, we've lost Sider. Oh, we've lost him. You know, we haven't. You know, we we missed him. It's like taking Jamie Vardy out of, out of Leicester City's team. Barrett Berahino's gone. It's like I'm like, well, no, he's on the bench. You, you're you're man managing him. You, it's your job to get the best mm. out of him and get him on the field of play. He is going to be a free transfer mm. in the summer where you had offers of twenty, thirty million dollars over the last couple of years to sell him. So I'm thinking, well, I get that you want to keep him, play him, mm. play him. So I tell you, not on the positive side of things, NASA Chadley yeah. is a Good, mm. good signing, yeah. and Great he's probably going to keep out Berahino. I just think, I think it's time to give him a, a bit of credit of trying to make them better. Of you pull in the face of trying to attack more. Uh, Galloway left back likes to get forward. Matt Phillips is a is a, a good a good player there. Nasser Chadley we've talked about. Salomon Rondon was a good signing. Yeah, he's, he's a he's good old number yeah. nine, and I and I appreciate he's slowly. I even say, but surely he's trying to make them a better attacking team. Yep. Let's give a bit of credit to Tony yes, Pula because yes. he gets plenty of stick. But someone who's got a lot of work to do, Rob, Slavin Bilic, West Ham, three points from five games, one win, four defeats now for Slavin Bilic. And 
Have they gone on easy street this West Ham team? Have they? Yes. Yeah. Kind Belie- of believing the, the hype. Believing the hype. New stadium. Everybody's giving them pats on the back. Lots of good signings. Lovely technical West Ham style football. Payet, Lanzini, Zaza, these Italian signings. They're forgetting what got them there. Mm. And you look at Slavon Village on the sideline. Mm. He looks angry, mm. disappointed. He embarrassed. Gave, he looked he, embarrassed. He today. said that they, they'd, um, they've hit cruise easy, control yeah, before street, this yeah. game. Yeah. So I expected a reaction. I, I just think they've got to get back to basics. Slavin Bilic mm. is that sort of guy. He was yeah. that sort of player. He mm. speaks in that way as a manager. They've got to start working hard for each other. And again, lose it. That's a bad loss. That's going to take some turning around. Yeah, and, you, and you've got to get back to whatever the, you think of this Premier League. You can never take it for granted, Rob. You never yeah, think you're going to be a decent right. team. Because I'm telling you what, right. you'll look, at, look at Newcastle United. Oh, it won't happen to them. They're too good. In the end, they'll stay up. I'm telling you, West Ham have got that cap- kind of capability if they don't get, the, get their business done right. Yeah, I, I know the, there's lots of injuries there and mm. I know Andy Carroll and I know Andre Ayew that's going to be, there, there is a good team in here mm. and I said it before early on the broadcast, I will say it again now, there is a good team in there uh, Sofian Faguli, a player that I've seen play in Spain, is a, is a good, aggressive, wide player that gets involved in a lot of things mm. he's going to make them better, but absolutely for now, Slavon Bilic has got to sit him down in that dressing room, we've all been there <laughs> a, little, a little early, a little crisis meeting mm. to try and slap a few around a little bit Hey, let's, we can't ease up on the work ethic. We're not that good yet. Interesting. Cup game on Wednesday night. West Ham United. Accrington Stanley. Oh, please. Slavin, get it sorted out by, by midweek, please. Well, we'll take a final break before we look forward to a busy Sunday of football. Huge games for Manchester United and Spurs, who need to bounce back from midweek defeats in Europe. And Sexy Stoke. What's happened to Sexy Stoke? They're at bottom of the table and can't afford a defeat at Sellers Park. You're listening to Two Robbie's Football Show on NBC Sports Radio. We'll be back in a tick. NBC Sports Radio is online and on demand. Download the app or hit us on the web anywhere, anytime. Back with more next. Think you've got something to say? Tweet us at NBC Sports Radio. Hashtag get it done. Or email your questions and comments to the Granger Get It Done inbox. Get it done. Get it done. At NBCSportsRadio.com. Get connected to NBC Sports Radio because every day is game day. Now it's time for the Granger Get It Done Inbox. Brought to you by Granger, the products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger, for the ones who get it done. And this week's Granger question, Robbie Musto, concerns a Manchester United manager, self-proclaimed special one, Jose Mourinho. He's been mainly a happy bunny since he's arrived at Manchester United, but defeats in the Premier League in Europe, back-to-back. Are we about to see the grumpy one kick into gear? Very possibly. Jose Mourinho has been stopped in his tracks immediately. <laughs> Derby, humiliation a little bit, I'd have to say, though the scoreline was not that huge at 2-1. Mm. Uh, changes, I expect he thought he was going to get performances from players that haven't been players. That didn't really come in European football. So maybe a little reset from Jose Mourinho. I think we've seen him blame the players a little bit after the Derby Rob, which mm. is, you know, about players not having the mentality for a big game like that. He certainly blamed Mark Clattenburg on refereeing decisions. This is kind of the the behavioural mm. thing that, that I think few of us are worried about with this guy going forward. Though I would say after the European game, there was a sense of 
listen, I'm not going to get personalised with what, what players did or didn't do. I think I think he's deliberately trying mm. to chill a little bit and not get too grumpy. Yeah, uh, it's funny because you know how the media like to pile on. And I, I saw some stat the other day, which was quite interesting. He said that in his last 31 games as manager of either Chelsea or Manchester United, he, he's lost 13 on. People are suggesting maybe he isn't so much a special. Maybe some of his, his tricks and his traits aren't working with a certain group of players. I mean, it's all about management. We've seen Pep Guardiola, look what he's done with, with people like Raheem Sterling, you know. How, how does Jose Mourinho get, get the best out of players? We've seen Martial, you know, not, not be anything like where, where he should be. You know, we, we've seen, OK, he's handled Wayne Rooney, we believe, well in terms of... Paul Pogba. I haven't really seen the best of Paul Pogba yet. $116 million. Yeah, I, I still think, particularly now, of course, those two defeats, he's still finding his way, mm. he's still figuring out the best players to put in the team. I still think he needs to think further about his correct system yeah. with Paul Bogba mm. and Mario Fellaini. Mm. He's a big lover of Fellaini, but I, I think, in my opinion, you can't have those two in the middle of the park. There's not enough defensive ability there. We saw that brutally exposed against mm. Manchester City. Does he have a holding player? Is it time for, for Michael Carrick to knit things together a little bit? Mkhitaryan in terms of getting the best out of some of his players. Big Zlatan, I mean, no problem, to be mm. fair. Four goals in four Premier League appearances. So, I, I think... Again, more work to do for Jose than mm. I think he thought with mm. these signings and the way they initially started the season. That's what I can't want to see. Dini Inagolo going at Bailly uh, and Daly Blint. I just wonder how they'll deal with the raw, uh, the, the dynamic duo, the, the raw pair of Watford got four goals last weekend. Let's move it on. Tottenham Hotspur got a good win at Spurs at Stoke last week, a 4-0 win. And I'm thinking, ah, Spurs are back now. And then, you know, defeat uh, against Monaco in the Champions League at Wembley. Unfamiliar circumstances and again Pochettino said he wasn't very happy with his players some of the preparations some of the players yeah. weren't at it yeah. just not, not not sure that everything's quite as, I, as comfortable as I thought it, Spurs I, I think it's difficult to it's like ah oh, Spurs mm. you know uh, the, the Pochettino's quotes after the, the Stoke away victory yeah. 4-0 almost perfect after mm. that performance after the, the Monaco defeat we lacked passion. passion yeah. I think, I yeah. think there's a, a real confused days? state mm. about Spurs right now. And we expected the young players to be better, to improve. I think we've seen, we're still seeing a hangover from the way it finished last season. Are we seeing yeah. that? We're not seeing much difference to the starting lineup. Ali was back inside in the last league game and Song did well with two goals. Uh, Ericsson signed a new contract. Is he happier? What's going on with them? Maybe, Robert, a bit like you said, not not quite to the same degree as West Ham, but maybe they've stopped doing the, that those hard jobs. Spurs' yeah. biggest thing was yeah. their ability yeah. to outrun yeah. out, yeah. energy press and be hungry. Mm. We haven't seen that so much this year, but if ever there was an opposition you yeah. would want, if ever you were crossing your fingers, please give me Sunderland <laughs> at home. I mean, let, let's just have a quick word. Yeah. David yeah. Moyes' group, Rob, we saw them, you know, do okay the first half against Everton, contain Everton. And they almost just like, you know, down tools. It was like they, they couldn't push on anymore, made some basic errors and, and cost goals. I think Sunderland now, when you look at this team, mm. loads and loads and loads of responsibility and pressure on Jermaine Defoe, OK? Yeah. Now, he's yeah. good, and you love him. 15 goals last season, mm -hmm. brilliant. The three players underneath him... Lyndon Gooch, kids. Adnan Yanazai, Duncan Watmore. You know what? Kids. I like their brightness. Mm, I like the way they yeah. want to get on the ball. But you're right. Young players don't have the experience to play a number of games to mm. be creative, to find ways to influence the game. And on the back of that as well, they don't 
protect the midfield or the back four, their fullbacks, as good as they should do. So that so you're having a, a kind of an inconsistent and weak attack mm. and an unprotected defensive part two. And, and young kids sometimes, Rob, need help from experienced pros. And I don't think they're getting enough help from some of, some of the more experienced pros in, in the team. But mm. big game that for both those teams. Neither can really afford to lose that. Let's move forward. A couple of quick games on, on Sunday. Crystal Palace at home to, against Stoke. Stoke City, bottom of the league, not going at all well for, for Mark Hughes and his group. See anything but a Palace win there? Well, you know what? I think I think Stoke at some point they got to mm. they got to do something. I, I think they go there. I think it's a, it's a low scoring draw. And Southampton they had a good win in, in in Europe this week. Southampton hosts Swansea. Swansea had a, gave a decent performance, I thought, second off against Chelsea. How, how do you see that one going? I think Swansea have changed. Though. They really have changed their style, their approach under Guidoline. I think Southampton again they're in a, a, a really bad position in the league table. But again, I've seen encouraging signs about what they might do this season. They're going to be not as good, of course, mm. but are not going to be in this position fighting relegation all the way through the season. So I think there's more to come from the Saints. Yeah, bumper day on on. Sunday. We've got four games. Make sure you, you catch those with us on NBCSN. So, Robbie Musto, we've got to give our tweet of the day uh, to Robbie Scarf, and that's going to go to PM uh, FCDC 1052. You put out the question, are Man City playing some of the best technical football the league's ever seen? And he replied was, it is more technical football, which Arsene Wenger exhibited for years, but it's with a Really hot will to win on top of that. He wins a tweet of the day, so make sure you direct messages your address. And we'll ship a Two Robbies scarf to you. And don't forget, you can subscribe to iTunes, download the Two Robbies football shows. And every Premier League, League weekend, you can catch the Two Robbies podcast. Remember, if you want to contact us or drop us a note, get us on Twitter at the Two Robbies NBC. Just time for us to thank all the support staff at Westwood One who do a great job of keeping us on the air. Yeah, thanks for everybody for listening and thanks for your questions and comments through social media. Always important to hear your thoughts. We'll be back next Saturday, 5 p.m. Eastern time here on NBC Sports Radio and, of course, through the NBC Sports Radio app. Until then, it's good night from me and it's good night from him. Good, good night. night. Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's F-L-E-X amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.